In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Palm Sunday is, practically speaking, a feast of paradox. Paradox, that good Greek word that refers to things unexpected. The paradox of our lives, the paradox of being Christian, (coughs) rests first of all on the paradox of Christ himself. Clearly the Jewish people have been expecting the Messiah for a very long time. And when he finally came, it turns out that he was, in reality, rather different from what people expected. What they expected him to be, or what they needed him to be, or what they wanted him to be. But expectations are like that. They're not always very well founded or very well informed. The Messiah they got, our Christ, was not at all the political liberator that a lot of people in Palestine felt ought to have been the primary identity of any Messiah worthy of the name. Who should, they knew, be busying himself with ejecting Romans and re-establishing the glory days of the Davidic monarchy. As we know, you and I, we who have the advantage of having seen the New Testament in its entirety, we know what the ending is. We who have studied the patristic exegesis of that scripture, we who every day immerse ourselves in the flow of liturgical worship, we who have some grip on the outline of the church's history, as we know, Palm Sunday is putting paradox front and center. Our Lord enters in a kind of victory march, riding on the back of an unclean animal. We, you and I, see all of this with the clarity of the mind of the church. We see what official Jerusalem could not see, or would not see. You and I, 
might well recall another day following our Lord's baptism when the evil one offered him power, all the kingdoms of the world. And we remember Christ's flat rejection of that offer. We may also remember how Christ asserts the paradox of Christian leadership by washing our feet. He is asserting his authority in Jerusalem equally paradoxically. Good to remember this pattern of Christian truth in our own life, in our own families, our work, in our own circle of friends, our circle of enemies. Above all, the entire event that the Church is celebrating liturgically on Palm Sunday redefines the term Messiah. And the Church's emphatic liturgical celebration of the Lord's entrance into Jerusalem, nominally an assertion of authority and power, should steer us away from misunderstanding what it is that our Savior has come to save, among which the political arrangements of men do not seem to factor very significantly. After all, long after the resurrection, the Romans will still be in charge. And while on that first Palm Sunday, the ruling elites of Palestine were left shaking angry heads, surging with protest and criticism as they, from their point of view, dealt with the problem of Christ, the problem of Christ's paradoxical behavior, you and I will part company from those ruling elites, since we, cued by the liturgical remembering of Christ, affirm a paradoxical, in fact a most highly unexpected Christ. After all, the criteria by which the God-man is deemed to be a paradox are the criteria of a fallen world, which included the Palestine of his day. And well may we ask, why would the God-man fit neatly into our expectations and their criteria? May you and I keep a good grip on today's liturgically mediated astringent paradox as you and I cross over a sobering threshold into Holy Week, giving you and me and all the Church a unique position from which to view not just the 30s A.D., but a position from which to take 
a long look at ourselves in the 21st century, here and now, today, and to derive from that long look a measure of understanding. Amen.